Good day, fellow patriots. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip on Unity Without Compromise. Thanks for joining me today. It is a critical time in American history and in world history. And as you can see, it's quite apparent that the windup for the 2024 primary election is going to be all spitfire. And by that, I mean, there's going to be a lot of spitting and there'll be a lot of fires started. It's already ramping up. And today I want to discuss with you the specific details of how the enemy is going to try and attack us and destroy us. There are a few key elements that we absolutely must not fail to recognize if we don't want to be deceived and simply if we want to elect the right man to the office of president of the United States. And if we're going to do that, we had better learn some real critical thinking because we must never forget that the new style of warfare is primarily propaganda. And propaganda is to manipulate your mind, your thinking, your reasoning, your emotions, your heartfelt beliefs, and they will be challenged. And if the enemy has its way, you will be swayed from the truth, from your foundational values, including, including Christian values and family values, the things that actually support a nation and make it something that is solid and good for the entire population. And when I discuss these issues today, I primarily want to focus on one man, and that is George Soros, because George Soros right now is already spending millions and millions of dollars in order to twist the minds of as many people as he possibly can. And he is aiming directly at conservatives. And that requires that we use a lot of specific skills. We sharpen our minds so that we can identify his lies and his distortions and all of his double speak. But the real concern is the subtlety with which he operates to manipulate words so that he appears to be saying one thing, but actually is saying another. But when you are searching out for truth, when you're looking for it, you can unveil it. It will always be camouflaged or sandwiched in between a, a series of lies. And I will show you how that actually has happened recently by the things that George Soros has said, because we need to be critical thinkers as never before. We need to know when people are blowing smoke. We need to know when someone is trying to convince you that two plus two equals five or three. And we must become experts at propaganda because we live in a world where it's very hard to determine who to trust. Who can we trust? Who are the good guys and who are the bad guys? The left wants you to be confused about that. And they want to persuade you that they have your best interest in mind. And they are very, very good at what they do. 
that is telling lies and deception. And I fear for all of our fellow Americans that too many people will be swayed both on the left and on the right, swayed in such a way that we will forever lose America. Remember, at this stage of the game, America is no longer a free republic. That went out the window with the 2020 election. And it was reaffirmed that free elections, fair elections were lost in 2022. And where I live here in Arizona, we saw that just absolutely blatantly. We know who the real governor of Arizona is, and it is not Katie Hobbs. And so what satisfaction will we see in Kerry Lake being vindicated and being declared the legal elected governor of Arizona? Well, I would say it probably approaches 0%. And there's a number of reasons for that. The primary reason is that we, the people, are not taking control of our government as we should. But that's another topic altogether. Today, I just want you to recognize the lies and deception that are already being put forth so that they can sway your mind. When you consider the billionaire financier, George Soros, you see a person who has devoted his life to evil and he funds it well. He is perhaps, if not the chief left strategist, one of them who is greatly influential. It is amazing to me that George Soros is 92 years old right now and still has such power and influence. Now, the man can't live forever. He will eventually expire, and then he will understand the real truth about justice about fairness, about godliness and morality and ethics and all the things that George Soros has chosen to ignore and to forsake. He will meet his judge, the one true God of this universe, and it's going to be a very hard time for George Soros. And let us always remember is that uh, that there is no turning back. There is no second chance after we breathe our last. And so that should also encourage us to say, I want to make a difference. I want my life to count for something. But how do I do it in this wacky, crazy, confusing world? How do we make a difference? Well, the only way we can make a difference and the only way that we can truly be free, even regardless of the political circumstances of our world, is that we have to know God and we have to know the truth. And in order to know the truth, we have to want to know it, first of all. And secondly, we must have the wherewithal to identify it. And it's very difficult because by the very nature of especially military and political propaganda, and both are being implemented right now against us, the, the subtleties are, are so easily swept uh, under the rug or fly over our head, and we simply don't recognize them. And that is a very, very concerning proposition. So 
Recently, there has been some things going on uh, based on a message that George Soros did tell the world, and he made some comments regarding Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, and he mentions uh, DeSantis in a positive enough way that some people actually believed that, that Soros actually endorsed Ron DeSantis. Now, let me tell you, that did not happen. DeSantis did not receive an endorsement from Soros. DeSantis is simply being used as a pawn in the scheme of Soros so that perhaps the left uh, uh, can prosper when they have actually nothing to offer but death and destruction to the world and to America. But if Soros can convince people that perhaps one or the other of our best candidates for president uh, is unworthy, or if they can destroy each other, then think of how much easier that makes the left's job. Because they've had a time of it. Um, they have not been able to destroy Donald Trump yet. If you think about everything he's been through, Donald Trump has been fully vindicated in every attack against him. And that's amazing. I mean, that's almost like saying God is somehow using Donald Trump, regardless of what you think of him, um, regardless of his strengths and weaknesses. It appears that he somehow is being protected, but he also apparently has kept his nose clean. And in a relative sense, uh, he has not been able to be indicted on anything. They have fully failed to take Donald Trump out of the picture. And that scares the living hell out of them. It really does. And I think that can be a, a very good thing. But we have to keep in mind that uh, as the election proceeds, we are going to see perhaps a few more people decide that they want to throw their name in the ring and run for president of the United States and run on the GOP ticket. We will have a Republican representative. Of course, we have no idea who the Democrat representative will be. I hardly do think that it would be Biden because Joe is just declining very, very rapidly. I mean, he cannot walk up or down stairs without stumbling and tripping. And he does the same thing every time he opens his mouth. He cannot say anything coherent. And I always laugh when I see uh, the comments about Biden making this or that decision. That is just pure nonsense. Joe Biden is incapable of thinking about making any right decision, whether it comes to artificial intelligence or any other aspect, technical aspect of how to run a country. Biden is absolutely clueless. He, he, he belongs in a care home, let's face it, and he needs close attention. Uh, let him ramble on in his own little room somewhere tucked away. Uh, go back to the basement, Joe, because you did a whole lot more good for the country there than you're doing now as you are being used as the little puppet in our present oligarchy in the United States. There are rulers who are making all the decisions and Joe Biden is their fall guy for um, implementing the evil that they want to do against us.
And so as I talk about the candidates and the election, let's set one thing straight that we must always, always keep in mind. First of all, we have to understand that the left has no good candidate. Those who call themselves Democrat, who are anything but Democrat in their beliefs, they are pure Marxists, pure communists, pure globalists. They have absolutely no good candidate. There is nobody who can represent the ideals of a Democrat state or a democracy. And I realize we were a free republic, not a democracy, but the left has no qualified candidates to do anything to make America better. They have no ideas. They have no good policies to run on. Absolutely none. Everything that they say, do, and touch results in the destruction of America. And it's happening very, very rapidly. And that being the case, then what would you think that they are going to do in this election cycle? Well, they have no choice but to continue promoting an America last narrative. And therefore, they must focus on a mutually assured destruction of the GOP. And they have to attain to destroying the left, uh, uh, the right wing candidates, the Republicans, because if they don't do that, then they just have nothing good to offer. So they have to focus on destroying the GOP candidates to the full extent possible. And that is the only way that they can guarantee the mutually assured destruction of the United States of America. Isn't that fun? Well, you know, in some ways, if you think about it, that makes our job very easy. It's not going to be hard to oppose something like that with regard to simply speaking the truth and getting out there and campaigning. But remember that the Democrat um, candidates do not campaign. Katie Hobbs, running for Arizona governor, did not campaign. She didn't need to because they already had the methods in place to steal the election for governor, for senator. And, and it happened in other states. And they fully believe they are going to do it again. You see, election integrity is still the key issue. And that's another point that we have to remember, election integrity. Somehow, we need to win the 2024 election, or at least have a chance of winning it, based on an honest vote. Now, how confident are you that that is going to happen? Well, I have to admit, I am winning in confidence today quite a bit. But let's take a look at the words of George Soros when he talked about DeSantis. Now, one commentator mentioned that Soros, and I'll just quote it, Soros spoke for many on the left when he admitted that he feared Florida Governor Ron DeSantis the most as a potential 2024 Republican nominee. Whoa, did you catch that? Do you think that's true? I don't. 
Do you think Soros fears DeSantis? Well, um, what did Soros actually say? Well, Soros acknowledged, he said, look, Ron DeSantis was shrewd and ruthless and ambitious. Wow. Be very careful with what you do with that. Who do you know? I mean, close your eyes and think about who is shrewd and ruthless and ambitious. Who comes to mind? Well, not DeSantis. I mean, sure, DeSantis, uh, I'm sure he's ambitious and shrewd in a good way, in a good sense, but he's not ruthless. He's not lawless. He's not mindless. And he's not evil. But those three words, shrewd, ruthless, and ambitious, surely do accurately describe George Soros himself. See, what George Soros, by saying those words, is hoping is that he can puff up Ron DeSantis in the hopes that DeSantis will take down Donald Trump, get them fighting the old theme of conquer by dividing is is what's into play right here. And then when you look at the rest of Soros' words, he says, my hope for 2024 is that Trump and Governor DeSantis of Florida will slug it out for the Republican nomination. Now, that is a truth. See, and that truth is actually sandwiched between two lies. And I just told you the first lie. The first lie is that DeSantis said that uh, DeSantis was shrewd and ruthless and ambitious. Now, if you were to add a fourth word to that evil, that would epitomize Soros, right? But not DeSantis. This is, this is persuasion. This is subliminal persuasion so that we would think that DeSantis would have those qualities so that he will be able to take on Donald Trump and take him down in the Republican primary. Now, the one truth that DeSantis said is that he does hope, he sincerely does hope that Trump and DeSantis will slug it out for the Republican nomination. Sure. Okay. And what's on the other end, the other slice of the bread in this whole argument is that he says Trump has turned into a pitiful figure, continually bemoaning his loss in 2020. Oh, how sad. Poor, pitiful Donald Trump. And then he says big Republican donors have already been begun abandoning Trump in droves. They, they're giving up on Trump, to sweep him under the carpet. He is, he's gone. He's history. Throw him out the window. He'll never make a comeback. Now, that is perhaps the biggest lie that he has told us, and he has told us that because he wants us to believe that in a very powerful way. Who does George Soros really fear? Well, Let's ask it in a different way. Who handicapped, who hindered the Great Reset of Klaus Schwab more than any other person? Who exposed the deep state and all the corruption 
in our own government. Now, we've always had corruption in our government, but never to the extent that we have had today. And we would already be a, a, a fallen, a failed nation state had Hillary Clinton won that election through all the deception and the fraudulent election that took place in 2016. We surprised them because we, the people, got out there and voted. And we surprised them in a really big way. And I was so proud of that. I am so proud of that. And I'm telling you right now, we have to do it again, or we will be no longer. But Soros wants you to think that Donald Trump is a pitiful figure. Not so. Recognize the lies and deception there. He's trying to build up Ron DeSantis so that they will go at it. So that DeSantis and Trump will attack each other. How do we stop this from happening? How do we stop ourselves from bowing down to the subtle tactics of George Soros? This is what we have to find out. But I can tell you this. Donald Trump is anything but a pitiful figure. He is not bemoaning his 2020 loss, but I suspect he and every other good American citizen who cherishes free and fair elections is grieving still. I am, and I'm still angry. And we should be angry because justice has not been served. Very, very few people have been indicted on election fraud. There have been a few but very few in the big scheme of things. And what good has it done? Has the outcome of the election changed? Is Donald Trump, our duly elected president in 2020, has he taken office? Has anything been reversed? Absolutely not. It hasn't. And I wouldn't hold my breath if you're waiting for something to change. Soros predicted that DeSantis would probably come out on top as the GOP nominee for the 2024 election. Well, I'm not going to comment on that because I'm all for free elections. Even, and I'm all for anybody um, throwing their name in the ring and wanting to run for president. Nikki Haley, congratulations. Glad to see you want to join um, the process. God help you. And may the best person win. I don't think Nikki Haley is going to be a player, quite frankly. She is not made of the right stuff. She doesn't come close to being anything compared to what Donald Trump could do for this country. So we need to evaluate the words of Soros very, very carefully. Everyone obviously catches the obvious ahas, but that may very well just be the bait. And many people are going to fall for it, unfortunately. Let's be clear that Soros built up DeSantis for a reason. This was not an endorsement. This was anything but an endorsement. And Soros diminishes Trump because he fears Trump. If Trump were to be elected, George Soros will be shaking in his boots.
I'll get into that in a little bit. But let us please remember that the double speak that we will hear throughout this entire election process is going to be blatant. It's going to have a message that tries to persuade us that, wow, I never really thought about that, but it'll sound like the enemy is stating the obvious to us. It's obvious that um, that this leader or that leader is worthless, is incapable of doing things, and is going to uh, be the wrong person for the job. What you will never hear, and watch for it, because maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I don't think you'll ever hear any Democrat contender for the presidency in 2024 um, to come forth with any message that has the slightest bit of any redemptive value. And that tells us at least that we're on the right side. And I think by far the majority of Americans are leaning toward a more conservative approach because everything that has happened to America just in the last two plus years since Joe Biden was installed in the presidency, America has, has been taken down more than I would have ever imagined in the world. I mean, how many people come up to me and say, I can't believe it. Military members, did you ever think that we would have a threat of communism in America like we have today? Did you ever think that the world economic forum would actually be able to influence the great giant? Well, the great giant is no more. We've been asleep too long. We've been slumbering and we are not the powerful entity that we once were. And the reason for that is very simple. We have neglected the more weighty matters of freedom and justice. We have neglected the responsibility that goes along with the privilege and the blessings of being a free nation. And that freedom is a gift from God. We have not been good stewards of what was given to us. And I'm not saying that we all have contributed to the evil. We may abstain from every form of evil, as we are told to do in Scripture. But by our silence, we have committed the act of omission. We have not acted when we should have acted. We have not spoken when we should have spoken. And that sets us up for a great fall. So what we need to really determine is how do we sharpen our minds? How do we recognize that George Soros is trying his best to twist our thinking, distort our minds, confuse us, of course, put us into fear, if at all possible. And that is what Democrats do very, very well. And the globalist movement does it even better with the Green New Deal and all these things, uh, you know, suggesting the world is going to implode, suggesting that, oh, the world is heating up too much. Oh, the world is cooling down too much. Oh, we are burning up all the fossil fuels and we are killing the ozone layer. Although I haven't heard the ozone argument for a while, 
But it's all a bunch of nonsense, absolute nonsense. But look at how many people have bought into it. And that's what I'm speaking about today. Sharpen your thinking, test all things. And when you're really in doubt, look at both sides of the picture. And remember that when things don't make sense, they will make sense if you think in terms of evil. Always think in terms of dark money, because money is very much at the root of all this evil. Just as the Bible says, it is the other God that sways so many people to worship the golden cow. And in doing so, they destroy not only themselves, but millions and possibly billions of other people. And that's where you and I come in by just being spokesmen for the truth. I'm going to take a short break and return to really establish what is at stake. I'll be right back. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve Latulip. Today I am discussing something that is critically important and this message needs to get out and I hope that you will spread this message along to other people. My show does air now at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday and Sunday and a few days later it'll be on podcast and you can also access my articles 
on the America Out Loud website. Go to americaoutloud.com and scroll down to our team and you can find my name there among many other great members uh, of our team. And I would encourage you to listen to what all of our members have to say because our goal is to speak the truth and to speak it plainly so that you might be equipped to also spread the truth. Today I'm talking about the methods that the left uses to confuse our minds. George Soros is doing all he can right now, having spent many millions of dollars already so that he can twist our conservative minds with all of his doublespeak, his lies, his innuendos, and sometimes some little truths that he throws in there just to trip you and I up. And we must not allow that to happen. So we are now in the running for the 2024 election. We are actually headed toward the primaries. And I really hate to say that, don't you? Because here we go again. And quite frankly, a lot of people just don't feel ready for this. We're not ready to put up with all the nonsense all over again. We don't want to hear the bickering, the infighting, the backstabbing, the false accusations, and everything else that we will face. All the ugliness of politics comes out in election cycles. Unfortunately, these election cycles um, just seem to be continuous now, don't they? I mean, candidates start running early and they start campaigning early. And it's like a long, drawn-out battle. I am surprised that anyone survives to, to actually make it to the election. But right now, we have to accept what is and decide to change it if we can or to ignore it if you think that's right. I tend not to ignore things because when we ignore a problem, the problem always gets worse. Now, the billionaire George Soros has financed many, many evil things in his lifetime. And what he would love more than anything, his greatest passion is to enslave the world under a communist system. That is who George Soros is, and that is who he would like America to be. And therefore, let's just ask the question. What is at stake right now? Well, what's at stake is a free America, a free America. Now, America is still relatively free. I mean, we are still a free nation, but are we really free? Remember, we don't have a First Amendment that is now enforced. We don't have a constitution that is enforced. We claim to have a Second Amendment, and we conservatives brag about it vehemently, saying we support it, but we don't know what we're talking about. We have no idea what it means to have a Second Amendment in modern-day times. And so how do we get back a free America? Since the 2020 election, 
the free republic collapsed. It collapsed when our free elections were stolen. And so the question is, how do we get it back? Who should be our next president of the United States? Because that's the real question that we need answered as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Some people say, well, it should be Ron DeSantis. Look at what he has done in Florida. He's done a great job. He is a constitutionalist. He is a patriot. He was endorsed by Trump, and that's how he did get into office as governor of Florida. And he's done a pretty doggone good job down there, hasn't he? He leads um, the way as far as making Florida a free state and a constitutional state, one that abides by the laws of the founding fathers of our constitution. Now, let me tell you, Florida is not a, an all conservative state. There are many, many liberals there. There are many people who would love to take Florida down, but we saw some really good things um, go down in Florida, such as the taking down of Disney World. Um, Disney has become woke. Disney wants to pollute the minds of your children. They advocate abusing your children. They are all in on the absolutely evil LGBTQIA movement. And, and Ron DeSantis pretty much put an end to them, held them accountable. And I really like that about DeSantis. So who would be the better of the two? Because probably, at least the way things look in the early picture here, we are looking at uh, Trump uh, and DeSantis, maybe if DeSantis decides to run. And I think there's a lot of evidence that, that suggests that he probably is going to run. And I'll get into that in a little bit. But let's remember that both DeSantis and Trump are human beings. That means that they have flaws of character, flaws in their choices that they make. They are fallible human beings who will not always say the right thing and will not always do the right thing and will not always have the proper motive. <clears throat> when Soros said uh, that DeSantis was shrewd and ruthless and ambitious, well, I suppose um, there could be some elements of that in any person's character. And being shrewd in the right way is not all bad by any means, uh, likewise ambitious. But it depends what your ambitions are. DeSantis is ambitious to have a free America, whereas Soros is ambitious in enslaving us, imprisoning all of us. So the attributes of Soros do not apply to DeSantis, but DeSantis does have some weaknesses. And I would say just pertaining to the 2024 election, that the one weakness of DeSantis is that he is still a novice. And that means something. Now, if you go into the Bible, in you go into First Timothy chapter three, there are the uh, there the the words of Paul talking to Timothy, who is a younger man, and he's telling Timothy, 
what the qualifications of an elder of the church should be. Now, an elder is an overseer, and an overseer is a shepherd. And those three words are used interchangeably in the Bible. Uh, A lot of people say, I go to church and the pastor preaches on Sunday. Well, interestingly, the qualifications of an elder do not require that a man be able to preach, but he must be able to teach. But in that passage in 1 Timothy 3, verse 6, we are told that he should not be a novice, lest being puffed up with pride, he fall into the same condemnation as the devil. You see, there's always a danger in having a novice step up into a high position of authority because it could go to his head. And frankly, it usually does. Now, how much is of that is at play right now in the mind of DeSantis? Well, I don't know, and I'm not going to speak for him, but I am going to watch what he says and does. And I will be praying for him that he makes the right choices. But let's also recognize his strengths. He is definitely fighting the leftist agendas. He is fighting it at the state level, however. And that's a little concerning because it's a whole different ball game. It's the minor leagues versus the major leagues. And What experience in foreign policy, for example, does DeSantis have? And what about world economics and military strategy? What about commerce? How is he going to deal with these foreign powers that want to do us in? Will he be wise or will he just trump them uh, like he is doing in his state? See, it's a whole different ballgame. And then when you look at President Trump, like I said, he also has strengths and weaknesses. And if you asked anybody what President Trump's weaknesses are, I think everybody would agree it's his, uh, the controlling of his tongue. He tends to wag his tongue and say what's on his mind. He definitely has a New Yorker personality. And that in itself uh, is a strength and a weakness at the same time. I admire my New Yorker friends, and um, I never have to wonder or question what it is that they're saying because they will tell you. And what they tell you is what they mean, and they kind of tell it like it is. And frankly, there's very few people who can handle that, especially if the comments are directed at you. But if you understand the New York state of mind, the New York mentality, and take it for what it is with a grain of salt, then you get to the deeper understanding of what's the real issue, because it's the issues that are important. It is the issues that make a difference that can make or break a nation, for example. And if the left understands that Trump tells it like it is, then let's get all people all emotional and upset about how he is conveying his message, how he cannot control his tongue. And then we can divert their attention away from the issues. Now, that's another subtlety. That's another way that the left is very good at twisting our minds. And we must not allow 
that to happen. So when you're wanting to discern the truth and the importance of what needs to be done to save America, to bring America back to a free state, then please focus on the issues and don't get all caught up in the emotions. Remember, remember the, the emotionally weak mind epitomizes the left. Oh, you hurt my feelings. You know, I don't like the way you make me feel. And of course, you know, anything that they don't like, they'll accuse you of being racist because it's a distraction. It's an inflammatory word and it's another distraction. They, they will pull you away from the issue because you know they cannot deal with the issue. You know, having a conscience that the issues of right and wrong truth and lies are going to be ignored if the left has its way. A Democrat is incapable of speaking the truth because they will implicate themselves and be declared guilty. And they shall be declared guilty before God because they have put aside God. They have put aside the Constitution. And the Constitution derives from biblical principles from an acknowledgement that we have a supreme power who rules over us and who has told us how to run our lives in such a way that we will have peace and prosperity. And we have ignored it, and so we pay the price. But anyways, getting back at uh, Donald Trump and his uncontrolled tongue, let's realize that in the book of James, in the New Testament, James 3.8, we read, but no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. And that is true for every single one of us. We have to recognize that and understand that we are all vulnerable. We do not speak with the authority of the biblical writers whose very words were inspired by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we can err. We can make mistakes. And we do every single day. Husbands, how many times have you said, I'm sorry for something you said to your wife because you blurted something out being the lion that you are when you should have been a little bit of a lamb, more gentle, more kind. You see, we all make mistakes. We all say the wrong thing at any given time. And when a man who is a lion who can actually rule his family and his country in the proper way, he becomes a very formidable enemy to the opposition. And that's exactly what's happening here. This is why George Soros truthfully fears Donald Trump, because Trump is a formidable enemy. And he's an enemy to the left. And he is also a man for the people and for the Constitution. I, you can't help but describe Donald Trump as a modern day Zorro. Okay, he is always for the people. America first. One nation under God. He has declared that as well. He has appealed to the God of this universe, to our Lord Jesus Christ, even if he does not live the perfect Christian life. God can use anybody. But Soros knows that he has to overcome Donald Trump. And therefore, we need to really focus on a game plan to overcome election 
corruption because that if it is not recognized as our number one priority going into the 2024 election, then it's over. They hope to get us so focused on a family feud between those who are running to support us. If they can do that, then all the while, while we are bickering and fighting and squabbling because of words like George Soros, who is pitting DeSantis against Trump and blatantly stay, stating that he hopes that they destroy each other, all the while they'll be behind the curtain stealing the election again, coming up with new tactics, new ways to ensure that there is no free election in 2024. And we have to oppose that. We have to have some discipline and resist taking their bait. George Soros knows that Donald Trump has four years of experience as a president, and he has figured it out. No doubt about that. And he has he has defied the enemy as thoroughly as anybody ever could. I never would have survived just going through the emotional haranguing of being accused time and again, false accusations that that smear you and you have to fight this. You have to put all your time and energy to oppose this. How did any man, how could any man do this except by the help of God? Soros knows that if Trump is reelected, he will finish the job and he will drain the swamp. And that's what needs to be done, isn't it? See, our one real issue ahead of us, the reason why we will vote in 2024 is because we want to restore an ideal government, and that is a constitutional government. It is not a perfect government. And remember that the Constitution was written for a religious people and a moral people. That is a Christian nation. Otherwise, it doesn't work. We must never forget that. Now, DeSantis recently talked about um, something he would do. Uh, he is, he, we know he's anti-woke. We know he is anti-socialism, anti-Marxism. We know he is for everything conservative, everything Christian. And I like that about DeSantis very much. But when you take one issue, for example, he stated recently that he would support moving all of the federal, not all, many of the federal government agencies outside of the Capitol. And the idea is very good. He wants to de decentralize the government. But think about that. Moving federal agencies uh, so that their offices are across the country, what good is that really going to do? Because even if they're side by side in Washington, D.C., how do they usually communicate? It's usually through electronics. I mean, that's the way we communicate nowadays more than ever. And so does it really matter where the physical location is? Uh, because when we talk about a centralized government, we're not talking so much about a location. We use the term D.C., but we don't mean D.C. We mean the entities that rule over us in such a way that they collaborate against us. Now, what would Donald Trump say to this very issue of decentralizing government, which is very important? I think Donald Trump already showed us what he would do. He would eliminate bureaucracy. 
Hopefully, he would nix all unnecessary government agencies. We can do without the Department of Education. We can do without the Department of Homeland Security. We can do without the CIA and possibly the FBI, or at least start it over, rectify it, and build it up again in such a way that they have some semblance of integrity. We really must recognize that we are truly in the final battle for our country. And that actually is a title of uh, David Horowitz's book, and I love his subtitle. The next election could be the last. And that's a fact. And that is exactly the goal of the left. The Democrats don't want to compete against Republicans because they have no good candidate. They have no good ideas. The only good ideas in their head is how they can most rapidly destroy you and I, ruin us, bring us into a state of slavery, bring us back into Egypt to serve as pure slaves of the government. And what we want is free and fair elections. So how in the world are we going to get it? Well, I think we need to remember a few things. We really are very close to a third world war or conflict. And we need to keep in mind that only one president has kept us out of war and has actually made progress toward world peace in recent decades. And that's President Donald Trump. Look what he did in the Middle East. I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe that he was actually uniting Israel and Palestine, sworn enemies for millennia. And they were coming together because Trump was a peacemaker. He didn't want our soldiers going off and getting killed. And let's remember that Trump has survived a full-on leftist assault, and he has prevailed. Russian collusion, taxes, all sorts of fabricated accusations that had no substance. And he was proven innocent each time, not guilty, but he still managed to expose the left. And he still speaks wisdom, still speaks truth, and he does what he says. There are no surprises with Donald Trump. And that's why we need to arm ourselves against the leftist warfare that seeks to control our own minds. We live in a day when naivety can kill us. That's been proven with the SARS-CoV-2 agenda, with the virus produced in Wuhan, with the, the messenger RNA jab that is now killing thousands upon thousands, millions of people worldwide, and the death count is rising and even accelerating now because we were gullible, because we believed and trusted our government. What a huge mistake. And we need to remember that the core issue right now is to restore election integrity. America is no longer a beacon of freedom. We are no longer a government of, by, and for the people. We now have an oligarchy. A few rulers in different departments of the government who are funded by globalist billionaires 
and they aim to destroy us, make mincemeat out of us as quickly as they possibly can. And above all things, we must remember that only a Christian America can be a free America. Knowing God is critical, and it requires knowing the Bible, and the Bible alone. No man-made nonsense. Get rid of it all. Know your Bible. Study your Bible and know God. And that comes with prayer, and it comes with study of Scripture. And then put aside all excuses. If you have been damaged because of persecution of a religious type, put it aside and don't set your eyes on people. Those people won't be with you when you face Jesus Christ on the day of judgment. It'll be just you and God. And there will be no second chances for George Soros, for you, or for me. No second chances after we die. Now is the day of salvation, as Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. Well, if you don't believe that, then your mind already has been twisted by the likes of George Soros, and you will be deceived, and America will perish if we as a nation believe the lie. Just as surely as the sun rises each morning, ultimately God has given us a great power, if only we'll recognize it, and that is to choose the fate of America. We have a choice in our own fate, and so far we have made a lot of wrong choices. We seem to be like the Israelites wandering in the wilderness, whining and complaining, begging to be taken back to Egypt, backed into slavery. And that's exactly where we're headed if we don't sharpen our minds and see what the enemy is doing to us. And so please join me this week. Pray for wisdom, for strength, courage, endurance, and a will that is consistent with God's will. When you do that, the deceivers in this world simply cannot penetrate our hearts and minds. We won't be misled. So be careful what you believe. It will determine what you say and do. And that will determine ultimately America's fate. Please help me spread this message far and wide. You've been listening to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve Latula. Until next week, adieu.